There is power in the name of Jesus. A very good morning. This beautiful Tuesday, we bless the name of the Lord for yet another morning he has given unto us. Thank you, all our friends, all my friends at Reclaim. May the Lord bless you. This is Reclaim Moment with your host, Henry Mukisa. We bless the name of the Lord for yet another morning. As I've always told you, every morning is another opportunity for us to bless the name of the Lord, for us to get better, for us to encounter God in a new way, for us to learn something new. So every day, every new day comes, yes, with new challenges, but also with new possibilities. That's why every morning we decree and declare that this is the day that the Lord has done. We will be glad and rejoice in it. And we're excited for what God has in store for us. You know, child of God, there are many people who didn't cross that uh, wouldn't wouldn't cross that uh, uh, you know that point into a new day. So we don't take it lightly. We are trusting God that uh, you know this is uh, another opportunity that God is giving to us. So we are we bless the name of the Lord and uh, once again uh, welcome to Reclaim Moment. This is Tuesday, the twenty fifth of April, twenty twenty three. And uh, before we get started, as usual, get hold of your phone and invite somebody, invite somebody, invite somebody, let somebody know that this is our moment. It is our moment to press in into the presence of God. It is our moment to pray. It is our moment to arise and fight. It is our moment to trust God for greater things. It is our moment to shift from one level to another in the name of Jesus. And before we get started, as usual, let us uh, have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your goodness, for your love. Thank you, Lord, for give, uh, granting us another opportunity to be in your presence this morning. Glorify your name. Take us to yet another another level of depth. Let your grace abound unto our lives. Let your grace abound. And Lord, continue to do great and mighty things. We love you. We honor you in Jesus' precious name. And everybody says amen and amen. Glory be to God. Amen and amen. And, uh, you know, child of God, this is Reclaim Moment. We honor God. We've been, you know, we've been ministering for quite some time, and but we're still doing season one. You know, we'll be doing seasons, seasons, and uh, as the Lord leads us. So this is, uh, uh, I mean, we've been doing this for quite some time, and the Lord has been helping us to expound on this and keep increasing us in a number of ways and uh, and season 1 our theme is arise and fight. Arise and fight. And if you've been following, we have been uh, looking at doing some in-depth study about how to deal with strongholds, how to deal or dealing with strongholds. And our anchor scripture from the book of Joshua chapter number 12 from verses 9 to 24. You know, this is clear. This clearly illustrates to us that as the children of Israel, we are crossing into the promised land. Go God spoke to Joshua as a new leader and instructed him to destroy all the kings who had established thrones in the land that God gave to them. This was very important because every king represented a certain stronghold. And until the 
they dealt with this, they would not effectively gain control of the land. They would not effectively gain possession of the land. So it was very important for them to deal with those strongholds, call them kings, physically. And they had to fight them. But the difference is in our dispensation, we are not fighting a kind of battle. We are not fighting flesh and blood, but we are fighting spiritual battles. And many of the strongholds that are hindering us and that are putting us down, they are actually within us. They are rooted in our old nature. So it takes many of us to have the revelation of what we are fighting and of the enemy within us. If we don't deal with these strongholds in our lives, we are limited. We are limited into becoming who God wants us to become. And we are not, uh, we are not in the right place. We are not in the right place and the right position to, to see what God wants to accomplish in our lives. Sometimes we will lag behind as far as our divine potential is concerned. Why? Because we cannot hit the mark of our high calling. Child of God, I want to bring to, to I want to bring to your attention this reality that the enemies now we are dealing with, the strongholds we are dealing with, they are within us. They are within us. They are interwoven in our old nature. That's why the Bible clearly speaks to us that carnality is enmity to God. In other words, too much flesh is enmity to God because all these challenges, they are rooted in the flesh. That's why we need to have the understanding and deal with them and receive the grace to overcome them in the name of Jesus. And this, uh, this Tuesday morning the 25th of April 2023 I want to bring another hindrance another another uh, stronghold we need to deal with in the name of Jesus and this is called self righteousness self righteousness you know you can de detect all are connected to the self life self life self centeredness self you know self self so everything is about you know the old nature the uh, you know the self life Life. So self-righteousness. Yesterday we are dealing with, uh, you know, self, uh, self, selfish vacuums and morality, where we judge people by our own standards. The difference with self-righteousness is like it makes us, self-righteousness makes us think that we are righteous because of our own works and efforts. That is the root. That is the understanding. We tend to think we are righteous because of our works and efforts. It is because we have strived so much. It is because we have prayed so much. It is because we have done all the things. We have sacrificed so much. It is because we have given so much. It is because, you know, we, 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 we give a lot. And many things like many other things we can also uh, speak about. Self-righteousness. And this... Uh, and this gives us a feeling, actually, that the people who are not doing what we are doing are less than us. This brings the attitude that we have made ourselves good by our devotional life, sacrifice, abstinence, separation, etc. With this attitude comes the feeling that we have the right to look down on others who have not worked as hard as we have. 
Have you uh, listened to that, child of God? This feeling, if this is not dealt with, it brings that feeling uh, to look down on others. And we feel like we, we, they have not, you know, worked as hard as we have. You know, they have not given as much as we have. They, they, they don't, uh, you know, sacrifice uh, as much as we have. And we can look down on, on, on them. And I tell you, it is a natural, it is as close to us as we cannot imagine. It is so... It is so natural. It is so natural. That's why this this stronghold is so evident, you know, in many in many people's lives. And we have we've got to deal. We've got to deal with it because our righteousness is not rooted in our own works and efforts. I want to make this clear. The Bible says we are saved by grace, by grace through faith. That is the standard. And we were not saved because of our good works. But listen to this. I don't want to leave you hanging. We were not saved because of our good works, but we were saved for good works. We were destined. We were saved for good works. In other words, God saved me when I was... I mean, when I was in my own ways, in my own understanding, doing the things uh, that everybody does, uh, which every satan, every wicked person does, you know, thought uh, as, uh, you know, I was thinking like any other, you know, wrong person thinks. But you know what? Uh, when he drew me closer to him, when he extended his grace, it was not because I qualified to it. I don't want to ever be tempted to think that it is because of my, it was because of my effort, my good behavior, my good upbringing that I received the Lord, that I became saved. No, it is absolutely and absolutely by the grace of God. We need to get that straight in our theology. We need to get that straight in our understanding. We are saved by the grace of God. We don't both in any other thing. But listen to this. Simply because we are saved by grace, after being saved, we don't remain the way we came. We don't remain complacent. We don't remain with our with our old ways because remember now we are saved and we have to make a turnaround. Actually, repentance is a 360 degree turnaround. Then we turn around and we start to follow new instructions. We, got, we, we, we have a new driver. We have a new driver. We have a new set of rules we have uh, not not really not really like legalism but but we have uh, the holy spirit who is now leading us who is now encouraging us and uh, and showing us the way not legalistically speaking but he is doing that because he, he transforms us he, he starts a mission to transform us to look like christ that's why Christians translates to mean little Christs, you know, people who can exhibit the nature of Christ in them. When people look at us, they can exhibit Christ in our lives. So, child of God, I wanted to make, because it's always a point of contention, okay, that is the law, all oh, the grace. So, sometimes people overstretch the grace. Sometimes people overstretch the law. But we need to bring our theology, you know, uh, into the right perspective. And and, and child of God, this is very, very important for us to understand uh, so that our boasting will not be in any other thing. Our boasting should not be in uh, how in our good behavior. Our boasting should not be in our good upbringing, in whatever. All those things, I believe, they contributed because, you know, I was, I, I mean, I was a Catholic before I, I, before I became born again. And, and, and I thank God that in the Catholic Church, you know, we, we had a form, we had a form and I 
at Thangun. I mean, I used to go to church, but the difference is I would go, I mean, would go to Sunday for mercy, but we would also come back and we had uh, we had the shrine in, I mean, at the, at the house and it was interpreted like, you know, that is also part of our, you know, traditions and all that. So it was, there was a form, but, but we can't entirely, you know, say, oh, that was bad, blah, blah, blah. You know, we, 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 the, there must be some appreciation if our parents brings us up well. Yes, we appreciate them, but we don't boast in that. We don't boast in that. There are many people who are brought up well, but they are not, they have not seen the light. They are not born again. And, and you know, it takes, they have to receive the grace of God to be born again. So we are not saved because of our good works, because of our good behavior, but we are saved for good works. That's why after receiving the Lord Jesus Christ, then we start on a journey to become who he wants us to become. And of course, with that, there is a little bit of effort that is required as we lean, as we yield ourselves to him. And then, you know, we start to work out our salvation with fear and trembling. But remember, first things first, the foundation is we are saved by grace. We are saved by grace and brought into the fold. And then uh, God starts to transform and translate our lives. And of course, we have to cooperate with the Holy Spirit. We have to cooperate with God as he supplies the grace that we are cooperating with him so that we become the best he wants us to become. But this issue of self-righteousness, it makes, uh, it makes us to think, it causes somebody to think that we are righteous because of our own works and efforts. It's because of my prayer. It's because of my dedication. It's because of my my my, uh, my sacrificing, my giving, my this and this. And you know, with this attitude, you tend we 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 then begin to look down on others who are not doing the things we are proud of and we are supposedly thinking that they are the guarantors of our salvation. And I'm not saying these things are bad. I'm not saying these things are bad, but boasting in such works. It is, it is bad. You know, Philippians chapter 3, verses 9, it's very clear. And, and Jesus uh, and uh, Apostle Paul is teaching the Philippian church and said, And being found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. Jesus himself, uh, okay, so this is Apostle Paul uh, teaching the Philippians church and saying, I want to be found, I don't want to be found in my own righteousness, which is of the law. I want to be found of the righteousness of faith, which is best, uh, which is obtained through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. He was very, because remember, this is a, this is a man who had started law. He was a doctor in law. He, he had been taught by one of the greatest teachers of the law called Gamaliel. He, he, he was an expert. You know, he was respected. He was a Pharisee. You know, to qualify to be a Pharisee, some of you who don't know, you had to be able to rehearse the five, the first five books we call the Pentateuch. The first five books you had to you had to make sure that all those books you can re I mean you can speak them you can rehearse them you know you can 
orally without reading anywhere so it was as bad i mean it was as hard as that that's why if ev- i mean everybody would become um, a pharisee it was so it was a point of uh, of you know boasting and gloating and uh, and and you know uh, and and having all these pride because you know it was not easy to achieve that but you know we want to have the understanding that boasting in all this because I'm a Pharisee boasting that's why Jesus rebuked them very seriously and apostle Peter, apostle Paul understood this and say I don't want to boast in the righteousness of the law I don't want to boast in this I want to boast in the salvation which is through faith I want to boast in the salvation which is based on faith, which is, I mean, I want to boast, and this is said, which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith, the righteousness which is of God by faith. He emphasizes that because this is a strong bondage. There are many of us, there are many people, of course, I don't mean to condemn you or judge you, I don't know you, but there are many people who tend to think, you know, I am what I, I, I am because of my own efforts, you know, I am justified by God because I'm a good person, you know, I'm justified because, uh, you know, I pray hard, I do a lot, I sacrifice a lot. These are all good things, but when you begin to boast in them, when you begin to boast in such things, then we lose the point. We lose the point and we lose the focus as well. And, uh, and you know, there are many other scriptures uh, which we can also look at. In Luke chapter number 18, verses 9 to 14, Luke chapter number um, 18, I want to bring this scripture in the name of Jesus. Luke chapter number 18. There is a very powerful scripture here. Luke chapter number 18 and uh, verses, verses would be 9. From verses 9, there, 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 there is a very uh, great contrast here, and you'll appreciate it. Okay, verses, um, okay, Luke chapter number 18, verses 9 and 2, 14. Uh, this is what the Bible teaches us. Also, he spoke this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. Look at this. They trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. Every time we trust our own righteousness, we are trusting the righteousness of works. And once this even reaches a level where we am, where we undermine others, where we look down on others, then it becomes detrimental. It becomes a great challenge, and God is not pleased with that in the name of Jesus. And listen to this. Two men went up to the temple to pray. One on a Pharisee, one a Pharisee, uh, one a Pharisee, and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with him. Uh, prayed thus with uh, I mean that with himself. God, I thank you that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust adulterers, or even as this tax collector. Can you imagine? You are, <laughs> I fast twice a week. 
I give tithes of all that I possess. And the tax collector, standing afar off, would not so much as raise his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other, for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Listen to what Jesus is teaching here. Is I believe, I want to imagine that, you know, this was a, a true story. You know, this was a true story. He gave a parable, but I believe, I want to visualize this as a, a true story, as something that happened. Okay, supposedly it happened. And you know, these two people are in the church, in the same church. One person is on the extreme corner. The other person is on the other extreme corner. And they are praying and they are being recorded. Okay, so they are on surveillance. And this other guy says, you know, I thank you. I thank you. I'm not like these other people. You know, these other people, they're nothing. They're nothing. They are cheats. They're extortioners. They're unjust. You know, they are not good enough, you know. They are not good enough. Actually, as a matter of fact, you can blow them out of out of the earth. They deserve nothing but to die. You know, they are horrible people. They are terrible people. Oh, but I thank you. I'm not like them because for me, you know what? For me, Lord, I, I, I and he said, <laughs> he, he brags about all these things. He said, for me, I am, uh, you know, I, 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 I fast twice a week. I fast twice a week. Mm-hmm. Thank God for your fasting. I give tithes of all that I possess. Mm, thank you for your paying. And and, and and the tax collector, you know, uh, would not so much. So he was not boasting in anything. This man is boasting. I fast a lot. I give tithes. I, I am holy in my own understanding, my own ways, in my own eyes. Hallelujah. God help us. God help us. But the Bible says, but the, this tax collector could not even open his eyes and he just beat down his chest. He humbled himself and said, Lord, be merciful unto me. Be merciful unto me. Child of God, how I pray that we all come to that place where we plead the mercies of God, where every day we ask for his mercies. Because, uh, you know, Many things run through our lives. Many things happen in our lives. Many things happen in our ministries. Many things happen in our families. And sometimes, you know, we cannot help ourselves. And, you know, sometimes we do things that we don't even wouldn't want to do. But, you know, sometimes we miss the mark. And I, I tell you, every one of us, at some point, we are all under construction. We are under construction. We cannot brag enough in our little works and say, because our fast because I fast twice a week, because I pay tithes, because I give money in churches. There are people who are indispensable, especially where I come from in Africa. I, I, I believe, you know, it happens all over the world. It's the same devil. It just, you know, changes the skin. It's the same devil. But, 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 but I believe there are some people because simply you give, you know, give tithes, you give offerings, you support the church, then you become indispensable that you even look down on your leaders and, 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 and you know, you want everybody to know how much you give and how much you sacrifice. And, uh, you know, you have done well. And if you only 
keep it to that level, you'll be tremendously blessed. But if you wear pride and, uh, and you know, want other people to know how much you're giving and how great you are, then you spoil the game. And instead of reaping a blessing, you actually reap a curse, which is so sad to hear. But child of God, I believe this Tuesday morning, God wants to bless us. The reason as to why God is teaching us all these uh, our materials, all these, uh, the reason as to why God is opening up our understanding to this beautiful truth is that he wants to empower us, he wants to bless us, he wants to increase us, he wants to be God, he wants to be God in and through our lives in the name of Jesus. So, uh, and, uh, and Jesus teaches beautifully about this concept. You know, he says uh, two, among the two of these, uh, you know, uh, one of them went home being justified. God had his prayer and he was blessed and the other he went home not blessed and not justified because he was so full of himself. There are so many people. Sometimes we get full of ourselves and we keep rehearsing all the great achievements but the achievements are not bad but let them not become idols. Let them not deter us from pursuing the fullness of God. Let them become, let them not become, you know, a uh, uh, idols uh, to to bring us down and to put us down from you know pursuing the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And I have another I have another scripture you know which really blow uh, blows my mind. And this is in the book of Job. In the book of Job, you know, Job is is a man who struggled a lot. He struggled a lot because uh, he, I mean, he found himself in calamity. He found himself surrounded by calamity, and he could not help himself. He could not help himself, but to you know, and at some point, he he became so defensive. When you read the book of Job, he was so defensive. Well, he was a righteous man, but he took it to a greater degree and became so defensive, and he was like. I will hold on to my own righteousness. I will hold on and I will show God that I am right. And literally was saying, he was, I mean, he was uh, contending with God and saying that I will show him that I am right and probably it's not right. <clears throat> when you read the book of Job, you know, uh, uh, for the interest of time, you read Job 27 verses 1 to, you know, to 4, 4, 6 down there. Then you read uh, Job 32 verses 1. I, I, I loved Job. Uh, let me read Job 32, I believe. Uh, it will make sense to us as we are sharing, as we are sharing in the name of Jesus. Job chapter number uh, 32 in the name of Jesus. And verses 1. So these three men ceased answering Job because he was righteous in his own eyes. He was righteous in his own eyes. Then there is uh, the other one in 35 verses 2. Uh, do you think this is right? Do you say my righteousness is more than God is for you say? You know, so in other words, it was like Job had reached a time and it was like, even my righteousness is like that of God. But but I want to bring a scripture in Job 42 when God dealt with him. And I want us to realize why did Job repent? 
Job repented because of the of the uh, you know that self righteousness. You know that self righteousness. He was so convinced. Truly, he was a man of God. Truly, he was you know righteous. But he 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 had taken it too far that he was even contending with God. And 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 in Job chapter number forty two, verses five and six. Let's read. I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eyes sees you. Therefore, I abhor myself and repent in dust and ashes. In other words, if entirely as, as the Bible says in the beginning that he was a righteous person, if he was, you know, entirely, you know, righteous and pure and uh, complete and lacking nothing, you know, he would not have a reason to repent because you only repent because you, you, you understand, you acknowledge that there is something you missed, uh, you missed the mark somewhere, you missed the mark. Uh, actually, seen in uh, in the Hebrew, I think Hebrew is Hamatia, but 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 it is uh, or Hebrew or Greek, but it is like missing the turn, missing the mark. You do something you did not even intend to do. So that was our brother Job. You know, he does something he did not even intend to do, and he was caught up in such a situation. So child of God, and he was able to repent. When he repented, of course, we know the beautiful story, the beautiful ending. That God, <clears throat> God uh, restored him and gave him more children, and restored his fortune. <coughs> Excuse me, restored his fortune, restored his life, restored everything about himself. <coughs> and you know, life turned around. Sorry, it was a sip. I was taking a sip of water, so pardon me for that. So God. <clears throat> restored him, God turned him around. Why? Because he repented. But when you analyze Job's problem, it was that self-righteousness. Many times this attitude hinders us because we think, yes, I am blessed. My church is big because I'm applying the best methods. You know, my job is, I'm doing well at, at my job because, you know, I'm the best person. I'm the best employee. I have the great degrees. I went to the best universities. Actually, I went to the best university. Actually, I have the best qualification. Actually, I have this and this. <clears throat> and all you glory in is in yourself. The Bible encourages us. Let him, let him who boasts, boast in the Lord. We are praying this morning, child of God. We are praying. We are praying that the Lord will continue to help us. Our prayer focus is that God will help us to uh, overcome boasting in any other thing but <clears throat> to learn to boast in God's righteousness. You know, to look at everything that God has done in our lives and let us boast in God. Let us boast in his own righteousness. Let us boast in his grace. Let us boast in his love. Let us boast in um, in whatever he has done for us. If there is any reason to boast, let us boast in the Lord. And uh, <clears throat> we want to pray that we will continually to be delivered from spiritual pride. 
So we are going to pray. We are going to pray and declare a blessing. This Tuesday morning, child of God, I believe God is in our midst. He's here to help us. He's here to bless us. And he wants us to overcome this stronghold of self-righteousness. He wants us to trust that we are who we are by the grace of God as Apostle Paul puts it in the name of Jesus. Rise up, child of God. Let us pray in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Welcome to Reclaim Moment with your host, Henry Mukisa. We are into a prayer moment as we trust God to break every, every back, every back, every back of uh, self-righteousness in our lives in the name of Jesus. We want to glory in God. We want to boast in God because everything we have is from Him. Him in Jesus' mighty name. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for this beautiful Tuesday. Thank you, Lord, for giving us an opportunity. Thank you, Abba Father, for giving us a great opportunity to be before you. We thank you. We honor you. We give you praise. We give you glory. We honor you, Abba Father. We lift your name above all other names. Thank you, Abba Father, that you've given us a platform to speak to your people. Thank you, Abba Father. Thank you, Holy Holy Spirit, thank you, ancient of day. Thank you, King of Kings. We bless your name, Lord, for a time such as this, that you have given us an opportunity to interface with our with our friends and family, you know, all over the world through reclaim moment, through the waves of technology. Lord, we thank you. And Heavenly Father, as we are in your presence today, we want to come against that wave, that wave of self-righteousness, where we have sold our we have, uh, you know, worked to justify ourselves and to think that everything is uh, dependent on our strength, is dependent on our good works, is dependent on our efforts, is dependent on how smart we are. And sometimes we have missed the mark. We have missed the mark. We have missed the understanding that we are that everything that God has done in our lives, it is because of you, Lord. It is because of you. It is because of your goodness. It is because of your presence. It is because of your grace. It is because of your mercies, oh God. And the Bible, as the Bible declares, because of your mercies, we are not exterminated. We are not destroyed. Because of your mercies, we are preserved. I'm praying this morning, Abba Father, I'm praying with somebody who has been, you know, boasting, you know, looking at all other earthly factors and they have, uh, and he or she has been satisfied by that. I pray and Lord, I pray that you open up our eyes to come to the reality, to come to that place where we will acknowledge that indeed you are God. Indeed you are God. Indeed you are the supplier of grace. Indeed you are the sustainer of our lives in the name of Jesus. This morning, Abba Father, I want to lift somebody. I want to lift somebody into your hands. I pray, help us to deal with such uh, such ill attitudes, even towards others, that sometimes it has destroyed relationships because we felt we are greater than others. We felt like our giving, our, our, our ministering, our everything, our commitment exceeds and supersedes others, and we started to look down on them. Abba, Abba Father, we repent this morning. We repent, mighty God. We 
repent, King of kings. And I want to pray, Heavenly Father, I want to pray uh, this morning. I pray that we, we you send, you refresh us with your grace. You refresh us with your grace to push on, Almighty God, to push on for greater hates, to push on for greater things, to push on for greater engagements. In the mighty name of Jesus, Heavenly Father, I want to decree and declare, let the hand of God be stretched. Let the hand of God be stretched. Let the hand of God be stretched. In the name of Jesus, let the mighty hand of God be stretched into, into somebody's life, unto somebody's life. Let the mighty hand of God be stretched. Heavenly Father, help somebody. Heavenly Father, help somebody. Help us. Help us this morning. Help us this morning. We are overcoming this. We don't want to be like that Pharisee who only boasted because of the works he was doing, but it was not, he was not thinking about the grace that God was giving for him to be able even to uphold those standards. Heavenly Father, at this morning I'm praying for somebody. I'm praying for somebody. Help somebody to step up. Help somebody to step up in the name of Jesus. Bless somebody, Almighty God, even as we go for work into our routines. I release a blessing upon somebody. I release, I release this blessing upon somebody's life. I release the blessing. I release the blessing. I release the blessing of faith. I release the blessing of courage. I release the blessing of joy and peace in the name of Jesus. A blessing of all-round prosperity upon our lives as we launch out into our daily routines. Lord, go before us. Lord, go with us and surround us with songs of deliverance in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare it is well with us. It is well with us. It is well with our families. It is well with our families. It is well with our going and our coming in the name of Jesus. Child of God, decree and declare it is well with me. It is well with me. I'm overcoming every hindrance. I'm overcoming every hindrance. Everything that is known of God, I'm overcoming it in the name of Jesus. Everything that is known of God, I'm overcoming it in the name of Jesus. Everything that is known of God, I'm overcoming it in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, I love you. I love you and I decree and declare you are doing a new thing in Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. Child of God, thank you for praying. Thank you for praying in case you are limited even by, by the amount of time we spend here. You know, if you have time, you can press on always. We are here just to lit the fire, but you have to keep the fire burning by the grace of God in the name of Jesus. So we have to bring this to a landing. But before we bring this ship to a landing or this plane to a landing in the name of Jesus, I want to pray with somebody who is receiving Jesus today. Every day I trust the Lord that there will be somebody listening and wanting to give his or her life to Jesus. And you are the reason we are praying this prayer. I want you to pray with me this short prayer of faith. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for loving me. I thank you for loving me. I believe with my heart and I confess with my mouth that you are Lord and you rose from the dead. Write my name in the Lamb's book of life. Give me grace. Give me grace to pursue you, to follow you 
all the days of my life. If you have made that decision, that is the greatest decision anybody can ever make. So may the Lord bless you. And uh, we want to encourage you because we are speaking to people over the world. We want to encourage you. Find a Bible-believing church. Find a Bible-believing church. Find a Bible-believing church and be part of a family. Be part of a local family. Don't be a wanderer. Don't just receive him and end there. You know, receive him and be part of that family, that local church, and introduce yourself to the leaders, to the pastors. They will lead you well. They will encourage you and tell them about Reclaim Moment in the name of Jesus. And lastly, remember, Reclaim runs Monday to Thursday. Uh, Monday to Friday, and in a special way, Friday is our, you know, <clears throat> is our family Friday where we are praying and interceding for families, especially praying for our children. Thank you for those of you who send uh, the children's names on the prayer list. We are seeing tremendous results in the name of Jesus. So may the Lord bless you. Uh, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord bless you. And uh, invite somebody. Always invite somebody. Share with somebody. Use that, uh, uh, let me share with you the WhatsApp number just in case you want to uh, send a praise report or a prayer request to uh, plus 256-782-180514. Plus 256-782-180514. If you want to send a prayer request or something, you know, let uh, uh, use that number and we'll be glad to help as the Lord enables. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord do you good. May the Lord cause you his face to shine upon your life. May the Lord take you to greater heights. And remember, there is Power in the name of Jesus. Shalom and shalom.